Welcome, Dr. Gwing. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn. Today we'll be talking about. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Your blog post. My blog post. Uh, mental health within the uh, in a pandemic. Yeah, because it's actually turned out to be something we're aware of as yes. providers here at the Auburn Medical Group, and uh, not that we have a uniquely more mentally ill population than any other primary care office. It's just what's going on right now is affecting everyone in the world. And it's significant. Very significant. Yeah. According. And basically what I um, looked at was the most recent MMWR um, morbidity and mortality weekly report, which the CDC puts out every week. And they had a uh, survey that they did on many people that they produce or published the results and it was eye-opening to, to yeah. say the least so. yeah yeah the numbers were quite something and, right yeah. and if anybody wants a, a link to dr Gwaine's post it's actually in the description of this video do Excellent. you have a link to the mmwr i do okay. yeah yeah it's right there if you go over there you can yeah. um, click on over the the statistics are uh jarring maybe. yeah yeah so so they uh, put this out. So there is going to be a little bias, just in recall bias. Those who uh, feel a little more um, apt to respond to this likely are more likely to have um, mm-hmm. mental health issues. But nonetheless, um, I think it is something we need to take into account um, and and uh, think about. So uh, let's just start out with the, the major, the overarching thing of everyone that they surveyed, 41% said that in the past month they had uh, struggled with a mental or behavioral health uh, concern. Wow. 41%. Who was this group they surveyed? Uh, so they were adults. I think age, um, I, actually I'd have to double check. Like were they in mental health clinics? No, no. This were just Were they in line people. to pick up their Paxil? No, no not at all. Um, just random people uh, okay. that, that they had. Um, so it was supposed to be a general, um, you know, pretty good uh, uh, general survey of the population to get a okay. good understanding. So, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people. So that's two out of every five. That yeah. is a lot, a lot, um, yeah. almost half. Crazy. Um, so that uh, and that they did further questions and they break that down into other areas. Uh, and one of the questions they asked were about suicidal ideation, if um, anyone had seriously thought about ending their life, and it was 11%. That was in the general general, survey. General population. 11% of people have thought about it over over what period of time? Just Uh, the past month was from when they did the survey. Wow. Do you remember when they did it? They did it in June. Oh, that recently? Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Did did you happen to see if there's any data of it being worse a month or two before that? Uh, They didn't compare it to that, so I don't know if they... um, Publish that somewhere else, or if they just didn't have the uh, statistics. Okay. So we don't know that information. I don't know that, that information. Um, and speaking so much about the pandemic, it reminds me we should tell people. I don't know. It seems like we shouldn't have to, but the reason we're wearing masks on a program like this is we're actually wearing masks when we're at work. Yes. Uh, all over in the office, we wear masks unless we're, you know, in an area away from other people eating. We're we're wearing masks. Right. Uh, eating during our break or whatever yeah or outside so that's why the masks and that's i apologize for audio issues that may be introduced by that because it is hard to understand it's even worse when we have a shield some patients with hearing aids we're wearing the true n95 masks those yeah really muffle your n95 mask and a shield which is what we wear for suspected covid patients right yeah 
Um, so, and we're also trying to be good examples because you too should be wearing a mask when yeah. you go out yeah. and interact with yeah. other people. Yeah, the only time you'll see us without a mask together is outdoors and we're still apart, six feet. Well, we're more apart than we Usually. are here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just don't have the space to get further apart right now. It's yeah. <laughs> headquarters at, at this desk. <laughs> so um, now uh, beyond that, uh, with, going back to the um, suicidality, uh, one in 10 or 11 percent of all uh, comers for the survey, but it was especially prevalent in uh, certain populations. One is younger people, those age, mm. I think, 25 to 49. I think that was the wow. age group, but younger people, uh, it was 25%. One in four seriously considering suicide. Oh my goodness. This is, uh, so so the, um, the pandemic is seriously affecting younger people. And you wouldn't think that because they're the ones that aren't as high of risk. I mean, they're still at risk, but yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe it's, they're the ones that are out with more um, stress because okay. of it. So even if actual suicide rates aren't going up, which I, I don't know, maybe you, so, I believe they are, yeah. Oh, but, they are. But that's, oh. that wasn't addressed in this report. We could actually see higher people considering it, higher proportion than people actually going through with it. But nonetheless, that's a very, very serious situation if people are feeling right. that bad. Yeah. That badly that they would consider that. Yeah. Um, so something to take seriously. And, and um, I just want to make the point that uh, us, us as providers, you know, we definitely need to be on the lookout for this. Absolutely. Um, extra. That, that everybody is, is dealing it. with this and you know we we both need to look out this uh look out for this as providers look caring for other people but also in ourselves we're in we're absolutely in high, i've been watching you high stress situation uh, that's why you were just staring at me earlier that's the awkwardly. reason that's the reason that's not the... not any other really inappropriate <laughs> reason no oh, it, I, oh, I was concerned geez. i was concerned oh we're not supposed to touch can't go anymore. Stay out of camera. <laughs> How far over can I go? Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah. So, other other populations at higher risk, uh, caregivers. Yeah. Those caring for, um, especially the elderly, uh, are, who are requiring more care lately, uh, just because they can't really go out and they, they need more uh, more done for them. Uh, so caregivers are at higher risk, um, and there was, oh, and uh, minorities. Yes, we keep seeing this over and over. I don't know yeah. if you've been getting it through the media you're exposed to, but it, the the uh, material that we're consuming as far as medical information during this time of the pandemic, more and more, it's just becoming clear. Wow, there are some groups that are just hit harder right. than others. You know, people who can't just work from home uh, right. because yeah. their job involves being out and around people, and it seems to preferentially hit. People, uh, minorities Those minorities yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so um it, you know i t- talked about us as a uh, primary caregiver or primary um medical doctors but also a- everyone i mean you probably are coming in contact with people who are clinically depressed and are trying to you know cover it up or try to put on a happy face um, be on the lookout uh and try to look out for those signs and how you yeah. can help out those around you absolutely and uh if you were to find somebody who is considering suicide get help get them help yes yeah suicide hotline calling take them to the emergency department calling police whatever dep- yeah d- you know if, if they're actually a critical situation getting to the point where it sounds like they're thinking about doing it that's right that's time to pass time to take action right hey what were those yellow things there on the comments that was you commenting oh that was me okay. early on <laughs> i was just reviewing 
Uh, this is a live show, so people are commenting, and yeah, we have a chat going. Which uh, Laura Spurs, Laura Spurs, and, and, and Triple A, welcome from Australia. Uh, who else Adelaide. do we have? Um, and those kind of—I think those are all the. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, we especially welcome channel members, and also uh, there is a new video just for channel members, and it Ooh. is the uncut taping of the excision that I did oh, at that excellent. basal cell I took out. Yeah. So they can see it from beginning to end with nothing taken out. The camera just keeps rolling the whole time. And it's in 4K. Oh. So, which so the you original video is part that you cut out where she bleeds out. No, I'm just kidding. They can see it in 4K. He, he bleeds out. He, yes. <laughs> so channel members, you're, you're able to look back and see when that, that was uh, made available to you. Oh, cool. Maybe I should become a channel member. Maybe. <laughs> it might be worth it. You know, I like it. Cool. Now uh, that's pretty much all the comments we got. Let's okay. uh, that's who's here. Let's. I didn't really talk about the comments. Um, so how do you think this is affecting teenagers? And and you oh, did touch on that with the younger population, talking about right. nearly one in four affected. Uh, yeah. Um, with you said young actually adults. suicidal for right. young adults. I don't know if that included necessarily teenagers though. Not teenagers specifically, and I don't think this survey uh, did include teenagers. But uh, from what we're seeing, the uh, the whole school issue and um, not being able to be with friends and having that close contact is definitely affecting teenagers adversely. Um, so it, it, it is definitely an issue. Yeah. Um, and you talk about young adults. We have young adults who aren't able to, many who aren't able to go to college. Yes, that too. And right. they're in the same boat yeah. as the teenagers, uh, where an age where very much their social support is not so much their family that they live with, who are the only people they're around, <laughs> But right. people they'd normally be rubbing shoulders with in school, and it's it's a significant social isolation with all of the bad effects that that has on a human being, yeah. uh, and and more so on that age group that's much more social, right? Some more than others. Yeah, well, yeah, they're having a, a huge development um, socially and mentally through those years. So yeah. a lot of that is um, very uh, intimately associated with interactions with others. You know, finding your your worth and finding out who you are come mm -hmm. a, a lot through interactions. Yeah. So, so I, I guess I can, with all that yeah. bad news, I can insert a little window of hope here. Okay, please do. That that has been coming through also on the sources of information that we've been looking at with medical information. It had been very discouraging to see previously the antibody tests, tests for neutralizing antibodies in people who have had COVID-19 go down within like three weeks. Months. Yeah, to months, they're gone. Yeah, uh, it was we said uh, more than uh, a third of them undetectable levels after 18 weeks or something along those lines. Right. 18 weeks being uh, three, four months out. Yeah. Well, here's the good news. Studies done. Let's see. There, there's been a number of us. Not just that one in Stockholm, but one was published uh, from the group in Stockholm right. uh, last week, showing T cell immunity seems to be intact and robust in people who've even had a mild case. Yeah. And it seems like it's going on well beyond those well, months. That is reassuring, yeah. Uh, by the best evidence we have, it looks like it's going to be a lasting immunity, not only from people who have natural infection, but also people who are vaccinated. Excellent. So and, and, very, and there's other studies that are, are suggesting that not just T cell, but B cell immunity and other factors are contributing to this lasting immunity to this novel coronavirus. We were concerned because uh, we know that there are other strains of coronavirus 
common colds that we catch that come back easily. Right. Uh, within the same season, a person can get the same coronavirus infection twice. Within the same family. So we were very, very concerned <laughs> about, yeah. Passing it around. Very concerned about, well, even if we do get a vaccine or even if this does go through the population, will we be through with it? And now it looks like it may be achievable for us to, to right. get herd immunity. Yes. And hopefully the, vi- the vaccines will be all that we're hoping they will be, being developed at warp speed and, and starting manufacturing if not already, very soon. Yes, they are. At the doses. Although, yeah, unfortunately, it looks like a lot of them are going to be two-dose. That, that's something I was a little disappointed about. You have to get a booster with. Right. It looks like a lot of them, maybe even all. And then the other thing we're going to have to come across, um, you know, to stay with the COVID theme here and the latest, we're going to have to be thinking about who gets it first. Sure. When we only have tens of millions of the hundreds of millions that are being manufactured. Right. Uh, you know, who, who's at the top of the list? Well, we, we would consider healthcare workers, easy for me to say. Yeah, yeah We yeah. would consider uh, people who are more vulnerable, so the elderly, the, be, yeah. those with chronic illnesses. Um, and one of our, in one of my um, daily podcasts on COVID-19, I had mentioned that we know that people with obesity are especially vulnerable to infections even after vaccination because vaccines don't take as well. Not always, yeah. And they're more vulnerable to COVID-19 with uh, morbidity being significantly higher in an obese person compared to the otherwise similar person. Sure. So the question comes up, do we make them a priority group because they're much more at risk or do we prioritize people who would more likely benefit from the vaccine? Hmm. Those are not decisions I need to make. And then what about... (laughs) Students who want to go to school. Um, I will follow the recommendations of high schools my, my and health experts. colleges that, uh, you know. That, that yeah. Those who how are we going to put them back. all in, in, the, in the dorms without vaccinating them? But yet. That's probably, the, they're probably going to require it to restart. They're the healthiest group. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, what's the time frame? Hurt. When do they come in? Um, eventually, it so, will be available to all. But, yeah, the, who's going to get it first? How do we? Yeah, this is a, a discussion that's going to be very much in the forefront in the coming months. You'll, you'll be seeing yeah. it. Yeah, these are the public health officials. This is why they get yeah. paid the big bucks. But I'm so <laughs> glad that our headache is who gets a vaccine first rather than will we even get lasting immunity? Sure. Yeah, and then will this um, just keep going for yeah, years and well, years and years? The headache is not probably going to be that. It's getting enough people to go in and get the vaccine because um, the latest statistics I saw is that unfortunately, uh, general population um, favorability towards the vaccine is declining. Yeah, which is is unfortunate. Which was very very concerning when we didn't know how long the protection from it would last because there was right. really very little hope in that scenario of getting yeah. herd immunity. Whereas if you can get a significant portion of them to get it, and you're talking how many? Half? That's what they say, half 60%. And maybe that would be skewed a little bit toward more in the groups that are most vulnerable. Hopefully. Because when, when it's your life, you think about it a little differently <laughs> than, right. than what people post on Facebook. Uh, plus people getting it and recovering from it. We we might get close to getting a herd immunity situation here. And Hopefully. In an, a foreseeable future. I guess I need to put out what that means in months to years, but that's what right, I'm going to say, right. months to years. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more on, on the year scale, depending on how 
how uh, yeah, I, I many people get vaccinated. People saying, yeah, well, not a lot of people, but some some people saying, yeah, vaccine's great. I'm all on board, but I don't want to be the first one to get it. Right. Um, right. Okay. Great. Great. Because there are people who do want to. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. You you can Step get aside. You can go in the back of the line. That's fine. Uh, and wait till the next tens of millions are are right. delivered. So so we'll see. Uh, it'll it will be very interesting to see how the uptake is in the community. Yeah. Of, of these vaccines, even with the rec- recommendations of who is going to get it. Because it may be, okay, this is who we want to get it, but then we don't get enough people from that population. Well, if, if not, then there'll be people so, who, who do want to. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's the Russian vaccine. Right, where <laughs> you haven't got, it hasn't has gone any, through stage three trials. Not even have phase three trials <laughs> at all. Just Let's just do it. Let's just give it to everybody and we'll call that stage That's three. That's going to be our Or try. phase three. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, Yikes. I wish them the best, but yeah. 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 And, and I hope it works and, and doesn't have any bad side effects. And many people are unaware that uh, the Russian vaccine being rolled out is not the first vaccine for this that's been given to a group uh, other than a study. It was the Chinese military. Oh, yeah. Gave that one that was developed through CanSino. They just gave it to their military even without phase three trials. And that was months ago, or not months ago. I bet our military months will ago? probably Weeks not, ago. not be like that, but I bet our military will be in one of the probably. first groups to get it. Yeah. Oh, after, yeah. after cleared by phase three trial, because yeah. that's how we do things in America. <laughs> yeah. Well, nowadays, anyway, even for the military. <laughs> yes, that's right. Nowadays. There, there is a, a spotted history of other yeah. things in the past. But right. Yeah. Any, any other comments or questions we want to address um, from our good listeners and viewers? Not really. Um, I thought for a while that we, it was broken because people weren't commenting. You, oh. you were just, they were really loving your tangent. That's they, what it was. Uh, <laughs> They're so gross. Roxanne from Weimar says it's hot. Oh, it yes. Is, hot. is it smoky too? Yes. Yes, Roxanne, <laughs> I know who you are now. I'm so, so sorry. I didn't know, I know who you Roxanne were. Roxanne is. Yes, yes. We both definitely know who you are now. And uh, oh, thank you, know, you so much for uh, being uh, a part in. of this and appreciate actually it. interacting with us. We really appreciate when uh, somebody we know yeah. is a part of yeah, it. Yeah, we're dealing with the heat here in California currently, um, and unfortunately, fires. Uh, Even in the heat comes. Yeah, August. we got one fire this way, one fire this way. Yeah, and you smoke can see, is the, in the air. see the smoke in the air. So yeah. um, we're dealing with that on top of everything else. Actually, so I'm just going to keep wearing the mask everywhere. Yeah, this one is close <laughs> to where you grew up, and then the one this direction I thought might be affecting one of our employees. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. absolutely fire season. It is starting in our area. Yeah, we had some weird weather with uh, lightning over the uh, yeah. um, nighttime. Um, yeah, I heard it happen last night. But then it's 105 degrees the next day. Without any moisture. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So we hope it's better where you live. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's not as hot. Yeah. All right. So anyways, Give thanks for you joining us. Go check out drgreennight.com. Um, a little more in-depth and, and a link to the MMWR report there. Uh, yes, I do have people I want to thank. Uh, and Teresa Roth uh, over at Patreon. They're support, helping support the um, uh, the blogs. Yeah, yeah. And I also like I to thank both podcast. I don't even do a podcast. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. He does podcasts. Which, well, well, this which is which a reminds podcast. me. <laughs> Please, <laughs> you guys should definitely check that out. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Vaughn's daily COVID updates. Well, it is daily, but it doesn't daily. say it in the title. Uh, yeah, I know. I, my title's for was. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten it right. Doctor spelled out. Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 updates. That's what it is. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. You can find this wherever you get your podcast. It's called Auburn, Auburn Medical Group. Auburn Medical Group. Check uh, it out. It's the audio portion of this for if you ever miss it but want to listen to it in the car. because Or out on a jog. 
But not when it's hot or smoky. Or when you're trying to interview a patient. You probably should be paying attention to the patient. What? If any doctors... You're listening to podcasts while you're talking to patients? (laughs) What? What gave gave it away? I was (laughs) disc... Doctor, why do you have those things in your ears? That that makes me think of a video we should make. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Doctor, you're too much into podcasting. Yeah. Or maybe the doctor, waving the at the doctor, doctor just has somebody get, cueing him on everything he's supposed to say. He's like a fake doctor. Breathe just in. Wait. Breathe out. This is what you breathe say to in, the patient. Breathe out. So I also like to thank Boo Boo Kitty and Lindsay Entwine because they helped make all of this media enterprise Stop. that you enjoy. Enterpri- yeah, we could call us an enterprise. I guess. Enterprising young men. <laughs> well, one, one of them's young anyway. So until next uh, time. Hey. I'm Dr. Wayne Vaughn. And still. I am Dr. Oh, I'm still. <laughs> and, and I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health. We'll see ya. And stay away from fires. Oh, man. <laughs>